1: First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent
0: route. He'll hit immediately Everybody got the handoff, the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you.
2: From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet, my name is Scott Mason, you can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1, and we're going to recap today's OTA at Florham Park with our friend who covers the Jets for jetsxfactor.com, co-founder over there, Mr. Robbie Sable. Robbie, what's going on, brother? Scotty boy,
1: I love being here, you know that. Uh, thanks for having me, and yeah, it was, uh, it was fun today at OTAs.
2: The fun part, I assume, begins and ends with Zach Wilson. So let's get right to him. What would you see from the quarterback? Interestingly, I mean,
1: first of all, the structure to OTAs wasn't uncommon. Uh, Normal solid practice, you know, what he could do with just helmets and shorts, no shoulder pads, uh, positionals to start, as you'd think. Um, Then they went to some defensive assignments, then teams, then seven on seven. Early on in teams, 11 on 11, Wilson was rusty to start, you know, the first three or four plays. Not great with his placement, but soon after that, especially in seven on sevens, he was precise. He was quick, uh, quick decisions, good with the placement. Uh, let's see, play action, a start, hit Elijah. Um, he also hit uh, Garrett Wilson on a nice route. So he, he looked sharp after that early bump in the road where the first three or four plays wasn't too great
2: i gotta ask you this too because we hear it over and over and over again and we've all seen the pictures but up close how much bigger does zach wilson look now
1: he definitely it's noticeable he looks bigger uh it might be more it it might be more stark through the pictures up close not as stark but he's definitely bigger you know you could definitely go with the thick T-H-I-C-K or T-H-I-C-C is some of the kids spell it these days uh, or beefy you know where's the beef uh, but yeah he's definitely bigger I think he mentioned he wants to play at 218 he's kind of talking like a boxer he came in at 221 he wants to play at 218 three pounds I think he can handle it uh, but you know he's definitely bigger yeah, he looks good.
2: As far as his weapons, let's begin with Elijah Moore. Before we started recording, you said he looks even more crisp running those routes. Tell me about it.
1: Yeah, he's slippery. Who was, the, uh, who was his teammate that had that quote today?
2: DJ Reed.
1: DJ Reed, and he's spot on. He, he looks slippery. He even looks better than last year in terms of route running. Maybe it's that sophomore season, reading the defense is better, but You know, there were a couple combinations. We're not really allowed to get into the specific routes and personnel, but there were the way he was stemming his routes. uh, There was one where he stemmed it perfectly, you know, targeting the inside shoulder of the corner who was covering him in man coverage. And the route, the end of the route was just perfect. He's slippery. He's precise. Uh, I think Jets fans should be really excited about him moving forward.
2: What about Garrett Wilson? How'd he look out there today?
1: Garrett looked good. I mean, a lot. See, a lot of the fans and myself included, you want to get a sense of who's first team, who's second team. It's tough right now because especially at OTAs and they'll do it at training camp too. Salah loves doing this. He loves to rotate guys in and out. He loves to mix it up to see what's happening. And that's what's happening right now. So if you had to, you know, throw at a first team, Garrett Wilson's probably the number four. I don't expect that to be the case come week one but it just makes sense right now with the rookies coming in Garrett Wilson looks good. Uh, I mean, in terms of his one-on-one route running, I think it's tremendous. We saw it at Ohio state. He, he attacks the blind spots in a one-on-one situation. So great. You see him doing that, doing it out there in OTAs. There was a play. I'm trying to find it in my notes right now where he had kind of had a step on sauce, but sauce, him and sauce were matched up on one particular play Seven on seven in the red zone on a fade. And he kind of had a little bit of a step. It was it was still good coverage by Sauce. And it was Mike White at quarterback. And he threw it to him, led him. It was kind of a little bit short. And Sauce broke it up. But that play in particular, I, I, I like the separation off the jump
0: from Garrett. What's the easiest choice you can make?
1: Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet.
0: Corey Davis was referred to
2: by DJ Reed today as a really good technician. Did he show some of that today? Does he look all the way back from the injury?
1: Yeah, Corey Davis looks good. He had a, he had a few catches out there today. Um, you know, our view wasn't great in terms of the seven on sevens. Uh, but the other good sign is Wilson continues to look for him. You know, Berrios is that safety blanket still out of the slot, especially with the tight ends, the new tight ends as well. Um, Conklin dropped a gimme today, which I, I don't expect to happen too often moving forward. Uh, Uzuma was a kind of quiet. Yaboa had two or three catches, one with a big yak play, uh, one with Flacco in particular. Uh, but Corey Davis looked solid out there. I think he's, I think he's back. I don't think there should be any worries in terms of injury.
2: Anything else worth mentioning on the offensive side of the ball?
1: The, the running backs continue to rotate and they're, they're going even further than too deep with just MC Michael Carter and Brees. Um, you could tell Brees is going to be a player. The guy's vision is tremendous. Running back is one of those positions where it's really tough to evaluate and practice because it's never live. It's never 100% tackle all the way through. But you could tell Brees Hall's vision is one cut in this zone scheme is just amazing. And that's what LaFleur wanted. So I expect the top two to be the top two, obviously, but they're going deeper. You know, for instance, uh, Wilson hit P Ryan on a flat play uh, today. I don't know if it was seven on seven or 11 on 11, but regardless. You know, you, you see a lot of guys out there, a lot of rotation, uh, Tevin Coleman even in there, and they're going to limit his snaps in practice, I believe, too, moving forward. Um, offensive line, you can't really get a good gauge receiver, the rotation. Yaboa, right now, I think, like I said, is standing out pretty nicely. Um, you know, the latter guys, Jeff Smith, Tariq Black, they make noise at times. Uh, defensively, the secondary communicates very vocally and that's one thing i was impressed about last week i like the uh pace of seven on seven sal is not taking it easy on them now last week's structure was kind of light in terms of what the media saw they didn't go to teams full teams 11 on 11 but the pace is quick and the trench guys the d-line the o-line they were getting after the sled uh hitting the sled last week which you know i kind of liked in the first day of otas
2: Robbie, let's talk defensive side of the ball. Sounds like Sauce Gardner had himself a nice day.
1: Dude, yeah, Sauce is just... He's just a player. You could tell. I mean, and you can never get in between a guy's ears in terms of learning the system, learning the professional ranks, learning how to be a professional off the field. But toss that stuff aside, he just looks the part. He fits this scheme perfectly. And he has star written all over him. I mean... When I think of him, and I'm not comparing him to Richard Sherman, I'm not saying he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but when I think of him, I think of Richard Sherman in that Legion of Boom secondary because he's tall, he's lank, he's lanky, he's rangy, he could play physical, he could press, he could bump, and then he could bail. He's very uh comfortable in the bail right off the bat. So he turns though he could press, turn those hips and pretty much act as a free safety in, in the outer third or outer fourth in the quarter. So even though he didn't play a lot of zone in college, I'm not worried about that one bit in terms of him fitting into the zone at the NFL level. And we know he could play man. He is locking guys up out there left and right already.
2: Robbie, what else do we see from the defense
1: Uh, defense linebacker? I think is an interesting thing right now because you know, you know, you have Mosley in the middle, you know, you have Quincy, in base but who's going to be that second backer in the sub package in the nickel it can quincy handle that or will it be a guy like marcel harris uh there's a rotation there right now where they're going to toss a lot of guys out there and see who sticks you got marcel harris you got quincy you got hamsa uh you got sherwood And, and i know they like sherwood his leadership, They like a lot of things he brings to the table. He's the backup Mike in my mind, if Mosley were to ever go down. So I think linebacker is a big thing. I think it's an open competition for even number two when when thinking sub package. And the other thing too, we touched down before we hopped on the D line. Uh Ulbrich talking about not wanting, you know, his D lineman to go over. What was the quote? 35 snaps, I believe. 30, 35 snaps a game. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be another interesting thing. I mean, will Jets fans be happy with Big Q only playing 50% of the snaps, 55% of the snaps? Personally, I'd like to see Q and Lawson play more, you know, 70, 75%. But when you look at this personnel and what they like to do and what they have done over the last two offseasons, they go 8-10 deep across the D-line. And I think they're going to rotate, which should be interesting.
2: Robbie, let's talk about what was said after practice. And since you brought him up, we'll start with Jeff Ulbrich, who said that There's going to be a heavy rotation again. And as you said, the problem from my vantage point is that I think you need your best players out there more than just the boilerplate amount that you've predetermined. It sounds like they think that by doing this, they keep everybody fresh and everybody plays their best football. But I still think that if you've got your best players out there like Quinn and Williams and John Franklin Myers, you want to have them out there 70 to 75 percent of the snaps. It just makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, dude, I, I completely agree. And listen, I understand this new NFL. You want to rotate. You have to rotate to some degree. And they have the depth to do so. But when you're talking about a big Q or a Lawson or JFM, you, you can't limit them to just 50% of the snaps. I think that'll be very difficult to do, number one. And number two, the other big question, other than rotation, is look at the roster. Look at the D-line. It seems a bit altered compared to last year, whereas they had more interior guys last year. And Foley going to Jacksonville, it was the right call. He's more of a 3-4 nose tackle, one tech. He doesn't fit this scheme. I understand that. But they didn't bring anyone else in, like a, a big run-stuffing guy to replace him. And that's the, the attacking 4-3 scheme Salah abides by, and I understand it. But the question that comes to my mind is how much more – Inside is JFM going to play? Are they looking at JFM as strictly, you know, 90%, 95% inside guy now? You know, Solomon Thomas as well. Solomon Thomas and JFM could play inside and out. Are they strictly inside guys? I I doubt it right now. You know, I expect JFM to be the edge in the base. But when you look at that balance, interior guys to edge guys, there's only like five interior guys if you don't count JFM and Solomon Thomas. And that's something that is a big question. The other thing is, is Quinnen going to be the 2 I in the base? You know, I, I don't know. There, there's some questions here. And I think if they're going to look for someone, you know, a position other than a linebacker uh, this summer, you know, a veteran who might get cut, cap casualty, it, it's, it's that one tech, two-eye tech, big run stuffing gobbler that they might need.
2: Robbie Michael Lafleur spoke as well The biggest takeaway there is that He said there's a definite sense of urgency To get Zach Wilson to where He needs to be as a quarterback I think that was very clear based on what Joe Douglas was trying to do in the offseason Not only by signing Tomlinson Going out and getting Conklin And Ozama, but also Trying to get Ridley, then trying To get Tyreek Hill, then trying To get Debo Samuel, eventually Settling in on Garrett Wilson They know the clock is ticking and they've got to speak up the process
1: yeah and I think they did a good job number one you know as long as the the O-line holds up and who that third tackle is going to be just in case something happens with Becton is, is huge it looms large but the thing with Zach Wilson is the consistency I mean you saw it last year after week two when they faced Belichick he just got into that funk where he was inaccurate but you know, he's not really an inaccurate quarterback. He just, it was between the ears and he reached such a low in terms of what was between his ears in terms of no confidence that I think that's the first thing they have to make sure never happens again, where the consistency is there. Uh, You know, you saw it. I mean, what what did you think happened there after week two? And then when Beck came aboard, I think is a really underrated aspect too, uh, that helped him when he came back from injury. But avoiding those you know, you can't even describe it. Undescribable drops in terms of confidence, I think is step number one. And and what they did should help them get to that point.
2: Speaking of the tackle situation, Robert Salas spoke about that today. He said that Becton and Fant at left tackle and right tackle is still to be decided. It won't be settled until Becton comes to camp. Right now, he is not at OTAs, and Salah said it's not a big deal. They hope he'll be there for minicamp. Salah also said that Sauce will have to earn his spot as a starter. He won't just automatically get the job because he was the number 4 overall pick. Robbie, based on what you saw today and just based on his overall skills and who else is behind him on the roster, I don't think that's going to be much of a problem. He also said that Denzel Mims is a lot further along than he was a year ago, said it helps that Mims is in great shape. Mims wasn't able to maintain his lower body strength last year as he recovered from his bout with food poisoning and other injuries, Salas said. My friend Glenn Naughton from JetNation.com had a funny line to me earlier today. He said, Denzel Mims must have had the most debilitating case of food poisoning ever known to man. Set him back an entire year. So let's talk about this, Robbie. Becton and Fant still to be determined. Denzel Mims, the arrow seems to be pointing up. And as far as Sauce Gardner, nothing's guaranteed, but let's be real, he's going to be the starter.
1: Yeah, well, number one, Glenn drops some funny bombs every now and then. (laughs) I I see him on Twitter. Uh, Number two, I wonder what food it was that got Mims last year. (laughs) Do we know? Did we ever find out?
2: I have no idea. I'd love to know.
1: Yeah, you got to be careful. Some of the Chinese places in in North Jersey, you got to be careful. (laughs) I've come to learn. But, yeah, Mims looks better. He's still running with, uh, you know, the second, third team with those guys, Jeff Smith, Tyreek Black. In terms of rookie starters, the only guy I think we can count on right now, cemented, is Sauce. Sauce is going to start. Garrett Wilson I expect as well, but I like the way Sala handles his rookies. I I like the way he says, hey, it's early. You're a rookie. You got to earn it. You, you got to show me. And he did the same thing with Mims last year. And I respect that to a, to hell of a degree. You got to give the nod to the veterans first. And, and that's why you got to think of Berrios as the slot starter right now until further notice until Garrett Wilson proves that he's the guy, which I think he will, um, you know, Jermaine Johnson, same thing. He's part of a eight, 10 man rotation on the D line. So And Brees Hall, too. You know, a lot of Jets fans want to see Brees Hall number one in the depth chart over Michael Carter. It honestly doesn't matter. The key thing is you have to have two running backs you can trust, and they have two right now. Uh, But, yeah, Sauce, to your question, to your point, Sauce is the guy. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the only guy that you can count on right now in terms of starting um, and talent. He's got the whole package. And, uh, you know, everyone else has to prove it, Mims included.
2: The guy who we presume will be starting a corner across from Sauce Gardner is DJ Reed. We talked a little bit before about what he said. He thinks the secondary can dominate. He says that Jamal Adams told him that it's, quote, all love in New York after he signed with the Jets. That is very amusing for several reasons. Also said he doesn't think it's far-fetched that the Jets could make the Super Bowl I would love to believe him, but I think it probably is fairly far-fetched at this point I'd just like to see them have a winning record for the first time since 2015 I'm setting the bar a lot lower than DJ Reed is He also said that Elijah Moore is really slippery, as we said before Said that Garrett Wilson is really good too And that Corey Davis is a technician So a lot of praise for the receivers that he's going to be having to cover in practice on a regular basis basis and maybe setting the bar a little bit too high
1: yeah i think so but you gotta like dj Reed in terms of what he says publicly uh the all love comment yeah i'm probably (laughs) chuckling right beside you right now it's uh it was all love in route to trying to get to dallas a couple of off seasons ago if i remember correctly um all love too when he was locked out of the facility i remember (laughs) that one as well but uh, yeah, this secondary, I, I kind of like this secondary a lot more than a lot of other people because again, they're communicating, they're chatting. It doesn't from from the outside looking in, you know, being watching OTAs this at this early stage, they're already at a level of communication, chatting it up, pace where I feel like it's a group that looks like it's been together a little longer than it has, which it hasn't been together at all. Uh, The interesting thing, personnel-wise, is DJ Reed, I love Michael Carter II in the slot. He's excellent there. But if they ever wanted to get Bryce Hall involved and stick him on the outside opposite Gardner, would DJ Reed ever go back to playing slot like he did early in his career? I think he would. I don't think they're going to want to do that based on the money, based on the contract he signed. But the good thing is they have a lot of versatility. In that secondary and they have a lot of versatility on this defense overall, which we discussed the D line a lot of guys who could play inside and outside Solomon Thomas, uh, JFM Curry. So the secondary I think reads right on the money secondary could have a good season.
2: C.J. Ozama worked on the sidelines at practice today, not seriously injured, it appears. He'll be fine going forward. The Jets felt that there was no reason to risk his health during voluntary workouts. So for those that were questioning why C.J. Ozama wasn't out there, there you go. Yeah,
1: and I got to be honest, I'm having trouble with the pronunciation of Ozama. Is it Ozama, not Azuma? I got to get that down right.
2: I think it's Ozama, but don't quote me.
1: I'm going to repeat yours. So Azama, it's interesting. He sat out. He was on the side. But the, the tight end group did not miss a beat. Uh, like I mentioned, Yaboa had a pretty good day. Conklin had a drop. But, you know, we could – I think Jets fans could count on Conklin to do his thing, as he usually does. So, Wesco, too. Wesco had a catcher, too. So, um, you yeah, know, tight end group was pretty good today, even without uh, CJ, I'll go with.
2: Jordan Whitehead not quite as confident as DJ Reed, but he did say that he thinks this is one of the best secondaries he's been a part of in five years. A lot to be determined there, but DJ Reed is a established good corner. Sauce Gardner looks like he could be a really, really big-time corner in this defense. And we'll see what they do at the other safety spot. Michael Carter was pretty good last year. So Robbie, he may be overstating the case a little bit, but this Jets secondary looks like it has the chance to be so much better than it's been over the last few years.
1: Absolutely. And they surprised us early in the season last year. Yeah, there were some, you know, scenarios that helped them out, you know, made the numbers look a little, little bit better than they should have been. But uh, listen, Reed, he put up Pro Bowl stats last year uh gardner could be an absolute stud whitehead is as versatile as they come he loves to bring the noise he loves to hit and then you know the big question is that the other safety joiner ashton they're going to rotate hopefully joiner could stay healthy because he, he's valuable in terms of veteran leadership um i even like elijah riley i know he doesn't have the range he's probably not a starter in the nfl but a lot of the intangibles he brings at the strong safety position, could be useful to a defense, not as a starter. So I even see depth there too. Pinnock at safety could play both safety and corner. Michael Carter could play safety, uh, even though he's going to stay at slot corner. Uh, he could play safety in a pinch. So definitely an improvement. The secondary should be something you know to watch, and it should be fun moving forward with Sauce, of course, anchoring the whole thing.
2: Robbie Sabo covering the Jets for jetsxfactor.com, a website he co founded. Robbie, thanks so much for coming on and breaking down OTAs with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want information on how to check out everything you're doing over at Jetsxfactor, how to subscribe, how to follow you on social media, how can they do all that?
1: Go to jetsxfactor.com, check out all the stories there. You can pretty much find everything there. And uh, Twitter at Robbie Sabo uh, with a Y, folks. Although I heard he changed it to IE recently, which really hurt the heart. I got to check on that to see if that's correct.
2: (laughs) I say you just go with Rob like Rob Van Dam did. Something that you can't Mm, go wrong with.
1: Yeah, I loved Rob Van Dam back in the early 2000s. He uh, He was one of my favorites. Him and Jericho. Those are my guys.
2: You can't see it right now, but I'm doing the thing where I point my thumbs at myself, like Rob <laughs> Van Dam, <Yep.
1: laughs> Rob, yep. Dan Rob, Dave, Rob, Robbie, any name. Go for it.
2: <laughs> go ahead and follow Robbie on Twitter and check out everything that's going on over at jetsxfactor.com. Check out everything we're doing too at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great all 22 breakdowns, including the aforementioned Sauce Gardener. So watch those videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, teepublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Zach says go long shirt, the Zach. The Ripper shirt We've got the Play Like a Jet logo shirt Caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there TeePublic.com That's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us a 5-star review for the podcast on iTunes If you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money But it goes a long way to help us out So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast and content You know where to go That's Play Like a Jet Digital And PlayLikeAJet.com